Welcome to Everlasting Fruit. So glad to have you here. This is Bella. This week, I just wanted us to look at yet another king from the Old Testament. I do love the book of Kings, but I'm going to be looking at Second Chronicles 20. I actually love Chronicles as well, because obviously it chronicles the lives of the kings and um, the Israelites. We're going to look at King Jehoshaphat. He is one of the kings that I like just because he knew what was up. He knew when things were getting tough. He knew to rely on the Lord. He knew to look to God. He knew that, you know, when he messed up or he went before God or he did things before consulting God, he knew to backtrack and say, Lord, help me. Lord, save me. Lord, here I am. Lord, I messed up. I need your mercy. Have mercy on me. He knew to get back in line. And so we're going to look at his story because we're going to learn some tids on how to face our battles or how to face our issues. And this is going to be from Second Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. I'm not going to read the whole chapter, but I am going to read the uh, first few passages so that we can understand what was going on. And it reads thus: after this, the Moabites and the Ammonites and with them, some of the Melnites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea. And behold, they are in Engedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord from all the cities of Judah. They came to seek the Lord. I just love that little excerpt over there because we learn that when things are tough, there is only one lifeline that we have, and that is to look to the Lord. And it was quite immediate, you know, for King Jehoshaphat. This is not the only, you know, passage where you will find that he turns to the Lord. There are other passages. I mean, if you read maybe 19, 18, you will see that, you know, sometimes he goes ahead and makes decisions before God, or he goes ahead and involves himself in decisions that, you know, the Lord didn't say him to. But when the going gets tough, he does know how to get back and say, Lord, I am here. But in this situation, he didn't go before the Lord. He sought the Lord first. So here is what we learn. Number one, channel your fear towards the Lord. And we see that King Jehoshaphat was afraid, but he set his face to seek the Lord. He proclaimed a fast. So yes, you can channel your fear towards the Lord. I mean, you know, for us, if we see a multitude of, you know, <laughs> countries coming against us, if we see that things are not working out in our lives, if we see that we've lost a job yet, we have bills to pay. If we see that, you know, this sickness is, you know, going on and they're telling us that, hey, you only have a set number of days to live. Fear can grip us, but we can channel that to the Lord and let his will play out. We can call out to our brothers and sisters in the Lord and, you know, proclaim a fast, even as a family, proclaim a fast. We we will get scared. 
when the going gets tough. We will get scared when when trials come about, when, you know, maybe our marriages seem like they're not working out. We've prayed and maybe it just doesn't seem like things are going the way that they should. But come before the Lord anyway. Consult him so that you may know the next course of action. Consult him so that he may show you, so that he may give you the strength to even go through that moment in your life so that maybe there is a lesson in there. Maybe that particular crisis is there for you to see just what God can do. So channel your fear towards the Lord. Don't rush to respond on your own. We see here that instead of like him gathering up, you know, the army and say, hey, let's go out and attack before, you know, they get closer or maybe they, they, they've marched from far. We see that in, in, in war movies. <laughs> they've marched from far. So maybe let's go and attack them because they should be tired right now. No, he said, you know what? Rest. And we see this in the story of Jesus when he was on the boat and the storm, you know, was uh, was quite intense and the disciples were were fearful. We see how Jesus was resting and he was able to come up and calm the storm. So when things are going in disarray, when things are going getting tough. You can rest in the Lord because he is your salvation. And we see that he rested. Train yourself to wait. Think before reacting so that you may seek God's guidance. Before running to anyone, seek the Lord. Because sometimes we run to other people. We run to, you know, counselors and all of that stuff. And there is nothing wrong in that. But you can seek God first. And then he can also lead you to the right person to counsel you. Because not all counselors can give us the right counsel. Number two, acknowledge that God is in control. In verse six, he does, you know, King Jehoshaphat does say, power and might are in God's hands and no one can withstand God. So just acknowledging that God is in control. Yes, this might be difficult. Yes, this is not something that you prepared for. Yes, you don't have the means <laughs> for, you know, maybe tomorrow. You don't know how you're going to get through today. Yes, it's hurting right now. Yes, it, it, it's, it's excruciatingly painful. Yes, you've been put to shame. Yes, maybe your reputation has been sallied, but acknowledge that God is in control. No matter how the situation looks, God is sovereign. God is in control and acknowledge that and wait. Number three, remember all the things that God has brought you through. We forget so quickly because we ask, he gives, and then a trial comes and we doubt him, but we need to stop that. <laughs> we see here because King Jehoshaphat in verse seven and nine, he give a recollection of things that the Lord has done before. In verse seven, I'm just going to read seven here. It says, did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and give it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? Like, remind yourself of the things that God has come through for you. 
Remind yourself that, you know what, I've gone through a trial before that I thought I wouldn't get through, but God brought me through. I've, you know, gone through this sickness and God has gotten me through. God has given me the strength. And if it's something that, you know, you still go through, God is giving you the strength to endure. God is giving you the strength to persist and continue on. Each trial brings to us a new level of trust. So we shouldn't shun the trials. We shouldn't shy away from them. I mean, there is a saying that goes, what doesn't break you makes you stronger. Each trial opens you up to a better skill set or capacity on, you know, what or how to handle another. But the thing is, we must remain in God. Number four, your dependence must be on God alone. And we see this in verse 12, where he said, he gives us that without God, you can do nothing. He says, you know, without you, we're powerless. Keep your eyes on the Lord and pray for his salvation because only he can save you. Number five, remember that the battle belongs to God. The battle belongs to God. If you trust that God can bring you through, then know that the battle belongs to him. I love what verse 17 actually says here. Because they depended on the Lord, you know, there's a word that comes, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. You know, sometimes we rush to solve the problems. Sometimes when people are coming against us, we rush to defend ourselves. We rush to fight back, but we don't have to. When you read the New Testament and you see the story of Jesus, when the time came for him to stand trial, They were accusing him of many things, but he wasn't sitting there to defend himself. Oh, no, 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 no. I am God. You need to sit down. They actually were mocking him. You know, they'll slap him and say, prophesy to us. Who hit you? Who did this to you? If you are God, come down from the cross and all of those things. He didn't have to prove himself. He didn't have to. He was God. And there was nothing they could say or do that was going to change that fact. So if you know who you are in Christ, no matter what the world says, no matter what people do, it doesn't change your identity in Christ. And you can rest on that. So stand firm. Hold your position in Christ. Stand firm in the Lord. And see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. If you give your issues to the Lord, if you give your battle to the Lord, whatever situation it is, if you let go of it, because sometimes we like to hold on to it so that we can be in control of it, because that's what we know. We feel like if we do something about it, then, you know, we have mastered it. (laughs) But we know very well that when issues are too much, and we start to stress, we've already been mastered by the issue. So you need to let go. Give it to your master because he's in control. 
take it to the Lord. And number six, wait for his direction. Wait for God's direction. Don't pray about it and then, you know, go and make a move. There are certain times where, you know, you can pray and maybe a decision would be needed immediately and all of those things. I believe that the Lord makes provisions for that. And there are certain things that we learn just from wisdom, from discernment in how to act, but for a particular situation. And in this one for King Jehoshaphat, it was a battle. He needed a word from the Lord. Because how are you, you know, a small nation going to take up three unless the Lord is helping you? So he knew where to go. He knew what was up and he depended on the Lord. You have to wait for his direction. You might just need to watch and see what God does. Or there might be one or two things he might instruct you to do. But wait on him. Wait on him and see his salvation. Again, wait, stand firm, and watch what the Lord does. And number seven, praise him. Praise the Lord. You give him praise. All praises belong to him in good, in bad, in tough times. Always praise the Lord. In 2 Chronicles 20 verse 22, it says, And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were routed. So when they began to praise, the Lord set an ambush. So praise the Lord because he is doing something. You may not see it, but he's doing it and he will save you. He will come through for you. He will provide. He will sustain. He will heal. If his will is not that, you know, the sickness will go away, he will give you the strength to go through it. If the salvation is does not look like this, where he literally ambushes a team for you, he will give you the means to overcome. He will give you the means to get through it. He will empower you to go through your difficult situation. He will, you know, for, for those situations where, you know, maybe you're married and you're going through a tough time, he will soften your husband's heart and, you know, bring him to a state of humility so that, you know, he can hear you out so that you guys can come on the same page and all of those things, whatever it is that you are depending on the Lord for, God can come through for you. And this particular chapter in Second Chronicles, I love it because it just shows that when you depend on God, God is your salvation. When you depend on Jesus, Jesus came to save you. And so all we have to do is just lean on him. It's not lean on our own understanding. It doesn't matter whether, I mean, King Jehoshaphat was a king. So obviously he had an army that was trained for battle. If you read the, the chapters before that, he was in battle, but he knew better. Don't lean on your own understanding. Because he did try it to lean on his own understanding or even to lean on other nations' strength. But the Lord 
is more powerful. The Lord is more reliable. The Lord knows the next move of your enemy. The Lord knows the next move of even your spouse, your children, whatever situation, your job, your career. He knows where you need to be, where you need to go. So lean on him. And so lastly, after we praise him, number eight, take action as was instructed. So when the Lord has given you instruction and we see King Jehoshaphat, um, you know, after they prayed and they assembled everybody. And I love that when they had assembled everybody, it wasn't just, you know, the elders or just the army. It was the whole nation of Judah, children, parents, you know, the priests, everybody had to come and pray and worship God. That That's an amazing leader. That's an amazing king. And I pray that in the future, we will get such kinds of leaders who are so radical for the Lord. And, you know, they um, influence the whole nation to just, you know, worship God and live for God. Please, Lord, <laughs> let us see that at least in this lifetime. So, yeah, so when you have prayed and you praise him and and you've done all that it is to depend on the Lord, wait for his instruction and then follow that instruction. If he tells you to act, then you act. If he tells you to wait, then you wait. Don't act before the Lord. Do not do something that God didn't send you to do. <laughs> because sometimes when you go out and do things that God didn't send you to do, things get even worse or things go a whole different direction or you create more issues for yourself. And sometimes <laughs> if he had gone out and fought this battle, he would have had, he would have lost soldiers. He would have lost, you know, men and women and all of that stuff. But look at what happened here because he depended on the Lord. There was no casualties. Instead, they went out and there was plunder. They went out and they had a lot to get from what was left over after the Lord made an ambush on their enemies. I love, you know, the verse in John 16 verses 33. It says, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus knew that we would experience many issues. We would experience troubles and battles in this world, but he states that we should take heart. We should not worry. We shouldn't stress ourselves. He has victory over this world. As Christians in service to the Lord, we must trust in him. We must trust that he will handle our issues, trust that he will be with us all throughout our battles. We must trust that he has overcome this world for our sake. So trusting the Lord is the way to victory. So like King Jehoshaphat, when you are encountered with a battle, with issues, look to God. Look to God and rest there because that's your salvation. Jesus came, he died for you. He came to save you. So when you've 
gone around the world and you've been rejecting him if you when you've you know searched out many other things and they have not given you what you're looking for that's because what you need is Jesus come to him he is your savior Anyway, ladies, that's all I have for us today. I hope you were blessed by this word. Again, it's in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. The whole chapter is a whole blessing. So please go out and read it and reflect on it, meditate on it and see what the Lord will reveal to you. I was truly blessed by this and I was uh, specifically encouraged And I hope that these eight points will help you remember to rely on God whenever you're faced with issues, whenever you're faced with battles. Um, This world is not our own. Our Lord, he's in control of everything. So it only makes sense that we depend on him for salvation. We depend on him for help. We depend on him for provision. We depend on him for healing, for our next breath, for tomorrow, for the next minute so i pray that you trust in the lord with all your heart and you know lean not on your understanding wait on him and let him give you the guidance and the instruction for what you need to do next you can live that kind of life with jesus you don't have to figure this thing out all by yourself he does provide the wisdom for you to live this life with him anyway i hope you were blessed may god continue to bless you and may God guide you throughout this next coming week. If you do want to connect with me, you can reach out to me on Instagram at Everlasting Fruit Podcast. That's one word. Or you can email me at everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. Until next time, God bless.